Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast, your home to all wrestling, everything wrestling. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. What's Happy going New on, Soto? Not much, bro. Just, you know, um, sad to see that the, the holidays are, are, are over. I mean, what holidays? COVID took this took it from all of us. And then, yeah, I know. Usually, I go to the crib. I go say what's up to you. I go venture out to see other people. And it's just, I know. It was kind of sad. But, I mean, hopefully, you know, things, you know. Hopefully things get better. People start, you know, actually taking care of themselves, you know? Yeah. COVID's gotten worse. And we're in a bad situation. I don't know. You know people who've been sick. I know people who've been sick. You know, 2020 was a really bad year. So, I know for me personally, it has been. So, and I can speak for myself compared to a lot of other people. It has been tough for you. And yeah. Hopefully, absolutely worse. Yeah. Hopefully this decade is uh, going to bounce back to something better. Yeah, man. Uh, but it's our uh, first uh, episode of 2021, so we have that looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, I want to call it like this is the season one debut because Cali kind of like season zero, just like doing whatever. But you know, we'll get to that as we get to that. We still got a lot of content to talk about and everything. Right. Um, unfortunately, the first and foremost, um, we'll kick this show off with terrible news um, for those who see it on AEW as well as. Former wrestler in WWE, um, Luke Harper, um, on AEW known as Brody Lee, um, Jonathan Huber passed. Um, this was out of nowhere. It wasn't COVID-related. Um, however, it's still tragic nonetheless. And it's tough to see how some like this just changed the landscape in wrestling. Um, obviously, Brody Lee, um, but we'll go with John. Uh, John was the leader of the Dark Order. And for what it was in AEW, um, the TNT Championship was a really well-fought and competitive championship. And the fact that, you know, they had the ceremony on um, the tribute show, I guess, on Wednesday, and with the passing and whatnot, they had his kid come on and have the title. Now, that title retired, all together, or uh, it was just a retired so, run to so, his kid. So they're they're definitely retiring that title to his kid. Now you know Darby Allen is still the champion, so right. I don't know if they're gonna like you know change it to another like change the name, but they're definitely giving him another title to Darby mm-hmm. Allen. They're just in the process of making it. Um, but yeah, he, he, I mean he, you know, it's it's unfortunate what happened. Um, I saw the you know the the show and what AEW did you know everybody you know from the talent to the refs to you know just everyone it was, it was very well put it, it was an absolutely perfect show yeah I, I and and you know and not just because of like you know Brody Lee's passing but everything was was just so well put um it was the best show in my opinion um of the year um just because there were so many emotions. Um, going through, um, you know, just seeing, the, you know, the, the talent break down in tears. You, 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 you can see how much he was loved. Um, right. And, and, you know, how much uh, people respected him. Um, you know, I, I, 
I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I was definitely emotional at times. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, from you know, from the 10 second gong to like you know, uh, seeing John Silver, you know, get the pin and then breaking down in tears, and then even uh, Eric, you know, Redbeer or you know, aka Eric Rowan, former partner, coming in and you see the sign. Um, and him breaking down in tears. It, it was just um It was yeah, something to see. Yeah. Like the, when he when the kid came out and he was just like, What do I do? Like, this is my dad's title. And it was like it sucked. Like that was, that was it was tough to look at, it was tough to be there, but tragic loss in the um yeah. in already shitty twenty twenty just flat to be capped off like that. It just wasn't I it wasn't you, the best. They you know, just the way that the whole AEW family what they did um, for for that family is was incredible. Um, you know, obviously, some, our condolences um, to you know to that family. It, it was just it, it was very emotional. I, you know, and I keep using that word, but um, I, I felt you know with, with his kid, I was like you know, it was it was just tough for me to be honest with you. Right. Especially at that age. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Got, got one. We all. It, yeah, it's like, obviously, you know, we don't know um, that family personally, but you, you feel for them. Yeah. And what they're going through. And, you know, I just, uh, I wish them a lot of strength. And uh, hopefully uh, everything gets better. Maybe it could be different. You know, I, I was starting on, on a bad, with a bad, Bad note, you know, sour taste, everybody. It's just hopefully 2021 is better, especially any, for anybody, it's for them as well, for the Huber family. Right. Um, but going forward, um, since this is our, I don't even want to call it, uh, tri monthly, bi monthly, quarterly rumors episode, because <laughs> we have a big break in between everything going on. Um, where so we use that as a, as a segue. Where do you see the direction of AEW right now? The the leader of of their biggest factions no more. You well, know, I mean, and, you know. So you ask me what like like the direction of the Dark Order? Yeah, but even AEW altogether because oh, Dark Order. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so all right, I'll, I'll try to break down. So, um. When it comes to the Dark Order, I feel like, you know, with Brody Lee's passing, the fans are going to be behind them. The fans are going to be behind them and every single member 100%. So, you know, now now that they're out with their leader, um, it, it's been teased for a couple of weeks now about Hangman Page possibly joining that group. And I wouldn't mind seeing Hangman become leader of that group. Like you know, you think people, so? Yeah, I honestly, I honestly think so. Um, I thought it'd be someone like someone from no, the next man, someone did a higher up in the right. group would take would just take over. You think they would go and just get I, someone all together? Yeah, I think it, it's going to be Hangman. Um, and you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know they actually you know let let their son. Um, Brody's son become more involved. I mean, obviously he's not going to be involved in the wrestling aspect, but yeah, you know, he's too young. Right, right. So um, just you know, be like hanging out with the you know with the Dark Order, and whatnot. But as, as in terms of like the direction of the group, I see Hangman um, 
becoming their leader. Okay. Um, uh, another thing we, we saw was the, I mean, that I, I don't think nobody saw coming, like, right away, but Sting's debut. That's something you want to get in, in touch with. Um, actually, we spoke, you know, as we were getting stuff together before we started. That move there is probably one of the more iconic, I don't want to call it, like, click um, status of a move. But the fact that Sting, a.k.a. the greatest wrestler in WCW history, I say, I mean, you have Goldberg, obviously, but Sting, Sting was there till the wheels fell off. I mean, uh, he was there I, from the beginning. I'm not, I'm not going to argue because um, Sting was my favorite wrestler in WCW. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, uh, so keep the bias. Keep the bias. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to keep the bias. That's why I didn't, like, you know, say anything about it. But um, yeah, just his 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 whole presence. Um, it says a lot, right? The fact that you were there for WWE for years, to then being bought up by WWE, and then now going because you're a WCW guy, and you go to WWE, and I would I wouldn't want to call it I don't want to call it like a legendary run, but the fact that in what because in WWE in, in WWE because it was a horrible it, run, it's Sting, and that's all the legend it is. Um, of course, he got hurt with Rollins, had the neck issue, and then was out. So we didn't really get to see the true testament of what Stanley was. Granted, he's a lot older. Um, we all had that dream match of Sting versus Undertaker, which, of course, we'll never get. Um, but it was, it was a pretty good match against Triple H. It was a good rivalry with Seth Rollins. The appearance itself, Mess with the Story, was great. But you never knew that he would just because as WWE became WWF and then became WWE, you knew okay, so when Sting's better he'll come back. And you know, his runs with TNA in between WCW were was good was great runs. That yeah, he had. his his um his run in TNA was 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 a success. This was this was, was really prime cool. TNA, like when they had everybody. Right. So you had that, and then you had WWE. So you like he's done it all. He never had to go to WWE, but he did it because the fans wanted it. And it was great. It was good. It was a nostalgic feel for the I, older. I'm just group. gonna like add a little bit to that WWE run. When 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 Sting debuted at Survivor Series, right? It was incredible. Yo, like you know, everybody was like, "Oh my God, it, it's finally happening. He's here and blah blah." So. When he actually joined WWE, the first thing on everybody's mind is, when is it going to happen in terms of Sting versus The Undertaker? Right. That's what I was, you know, hoping for. So we get Sting versus Triple H. And I'm like, eh, all right, whatever. At least he's going to wrestle, right? So the fact that you have Sting right off the bat lose to Triple H, I was just like... Great match. But no, it was yeah, of course, because you, you, know, you had DX and then you had NWL. It was just like, oh man, it, that was definitely like was I'm gonna be the guy and still get a win. No matter and, then, what. and then you know, before like right before he left WWE, he wanted a cinematic match with the Undertaker, which you know what, I'm would have been perfect. I would have been absolutely because we're at least getting something. Yeah. Um, but you know. So far, I'll be honest with you, so far in his AEW run, it's been 
it's been okay. It's been nothing special. I mean, the fact that he gets to to pair up with with Darby, which what it seems like, is like, oh, okay. This, you know, I wonder where this is gonna go. Like, it, are, are they? Which we gonna... discussed was the perfect fit. If he had to go somewhere, it would be with Darby Allen. Right. And it's like, where's it gonna go? Is he actually gonna team with Darby Allen? Is he gonna verse Darby Allen? Is he gonna manage Darby Allen? So we knew that that was, you know, the possibilities for staying in AEW. But so far, it's just like week after week, Sting comes out, and it's a stare down. And it's a stare down. And it's like, damn. Like, now it's time for this sheet. Yeah, it's like, start pulling some triggers, you know? Like, you know, have them use the bat on somebody. Have them attack somebody, you know? Um, listen, I get that Sting is 61 years old. Um, and... He's not going to be wrestling full-time for AEW. But we want to see something more than just a stare-down. Because I know for a fact that fans are going to get tired of it. And I know fans are starting to get tired of it. It's just like, he comes out, all right, cool. His iconic entrance. And there's just a stare-down with Team Taz. You know, we're going to have to see a Which, little bit. not going to lie, if he were to fight, if he's going to fight Taz... That'd be a nice match. Taz with Sting. <laughs> Only because, like, with him and the fact that Taz is an ECW guy and he's at, he's been told he's been known to be a very safe wrestler to be with. Right. He's got pedigree. Taz is a legendary wrestler whether people want to admit it or not. So it'd be a good kickoff between them two have a nice, simple match, call it a day. I mean, then yeah, I mean, like, you don't know what, what to expect right now. Like, right now, speculation is he's going to team with Darby. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think at, you know, some point in time, it's we're probably going to see, like, like a, a passing of the torch kind of match with Darby and Sting. And this will work out. Right. And then we've seen, like, I guess they've teased Sting versus Cody, which – I wouldn't, you know, mind either. So that's it's that's it's important to know that. Well, I, I think I think I think it's important at the same time. I think it's also scary. Um, for one, Sting is back. That's right. great. So it's important, yeah. like healthy. So, God bless his health. The scary thing is, WWE did, like. What's up with WWE not bringing him back? Knowing he was healthy, knowing he had matches to work with, with cell wrestlers. You could have had Ronald, no, running back with Rollins. You could have had Daniel Bryan. You could have had your man Aleister Black. Like, a lot of matches. Or you had a similar match with Taker just to say, hey, like, I like right here. Like, now we could do it in this way. The chances now, the first Survivor Series for mania and then have them go go out yeah they, they could have done a lot but i just i felt like wwe just like gave up on them um which i, I don't understand because I, i'm pretty sure if they you know went f- through with having a cinematic match with undertaker a lot mm-hmm. of people would have tuned in a lot yeah. of people would have tuned in and not just one match they could have had like a Probably like a three or four month rivalry, or or you know, I'm not saying like you know. Even with that, you wouldn't have to like have them together, right? Have 
have the appearances, have Sting pop up at home, Taker pop up at home, cinematics the entire way through. Yeah, they, they, exactly. They could have had, listen, they could have had at least like three matches with at least two of them being kind of cinematic. Like, like for example, like match number one, you could have had a regular match, right? Right. Match Such number as two. I want to see what we can do from there. Right. Match number two, they could have done it like in a graveyard, like an Undertaker kind of background. And match right. number three, they could have done it somewhere where Sting is comfortable, you know, you know? Yeah. So it, they, they really dropped the ball. It's a lot of, um, and, and even if I, even if the plans weren't to have um, him versus The Undertaker, you still could have had him kind of manage somebody, somebody who's kind of like resembles his, his, his character. Like, like you just said, like Aleister Black, who's now in WWE lost in the shuffle. Like, um, a guy like probably like I don't know, uh, Hardy. Um, B to the uh, um, I don't know Hardy, but what? but uh, you could I mean you could uh, another feud you could have probably had like a Sting versus Retribution kind of feud, you know. And I'm just throwing out possibilities that you know maybe. Not gonna lie, looking at it now. I would have really liked to see Sting and Hardy and then Willow show up. That would have been nice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, you know, who who knows? Like the possibilities were Sting were you know were out there, but I know I know WWE was was trying to be careful with Sting's you know um, health, right. and um, but they could have you know they could have used them in, in, in other ways. You know, if it's not wrestling manage or they could have even done a cinematic match which the risk isn't as high as an actual match right you know some something where it's not and that's the thing I, I, I guess match would be the best play like something that's not too out the norm but somewhere you can create and develop and be good to go right i'm risking either one of those two and that's and that's one thing because it's like wwe right now is struggling in ratings so you know, staying all right, being sixty-one years old, I get it. But just the fact that his character, his present, it'll boost some ratings. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying, oh, have him wrestle every, or you know, I'm just, just you know, they could have done something better with him. Right. So, well, I mean, I think that WWE is going to do a lot of good. Hopefully, AEW is going to do great just by the fact that you have TV with like. Well, I mean, I still understand the whole Jake Snake Roberts being there. And what is what's he doing there now? But the fact you have these star of guys managing people, yeah. But, but, but I love the fact you have Sting doing it now with the possibility of Sting fighting. You, we all know Jake Snake, he's not fighting. No, and I love you. I love the fact you brought in Jake the Snakes. Because he does promos, sometimes he'll like clothesline somebody, or like hit somebody, or bring out you know a, a snake or whatnot. Right. They're like they're actually okay. utilizing him, you know. So, <laughs> is okay. It, is it still a shame he has never won anything major? I'm sorry. Jake, no, Jake, Jake, Jake Roberts. Is it still yeah. crazy? That one. Anything? He, he, he never won a world championship, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean him. Uh, he was, 
he was some he was world champion material back then. Yeah, <clears throat> just his promos himself. Right. You know, um, and he wasn't a bad wrestler at all. Uh, no, he was a, he was a good wrestler. I think he was worth giving a butt once in a while. But that goes to show, I don't know, was like a creative or like a talent, because if you think about it, he never won. Takers, it was what a six-time champ, six-time heavyweight champ or world champ, whether it was world heavyweight or or WWE championship or undisputed. Uh, Taker, I don't know if he was like a six or eight. But him, Stone Cold, he was like a four or five, six time. The Rock, four or five, six time. Um, Mankind, like it's Jericho, like now. Well, I mean, he, he had his fair share, but he was a, the first undisputed champion. But the fact that these guys from back then barely got they held the fact that Ric Flair has sixteen total world championships. From the years he's been around, compared to like Johnson, who's been around since 2000, 2004, mm-hmm. he finished with what, 14, 15? So it's like that, and look at what it is now with everything else. Like, does that have to do with writing or the talent pool? Because we all know that between 97 and 2005 was probably one of the deepest rosters. Yeah, it's just a mixture of, of different things. It's like, you know, um, the roster, creative, um, and also like fans. It's it's also like who 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 they thought fans would react to the most. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's just cause even now, like, like we talked about before, like the whole Sasha Banks thing. Like, child, you're still being champ, by the way. It's been like what a month and a half. <laughs> I'm so glad. But even with that, like. She's had like seven championships and it's been swapped out so quickly compared to like, you know, Trish Stratus was a, I think she was an eight time champ, Lita, seven time champ. Um, Ollie Kurt Angle, like six time champ. Like it's just like, it's crazy how like the depth of talent pool from then to now, it's just like, it's, it's and it might have to do with creative as well. It's just like, it's just crazy how everything looks, everything comes about. All I know is it's just, it's just coming to like, wow, Jake. All I know, Jake Roberts never got a championship, got a world championship. No, it, well, in in W and WWE, no. In other, like probably other promotions, he he did. But, but the ones that matter, like the big time, right? The big time. That's, that's what that matters. But so, uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of like talent pool, like I, I've said this numerous times, AEW has to do something with their women's division. Um, As we all know, um, before I let you go ramble on, we'll outro something else really quick. We all know that the best women's division in the wrestling world is best women's is WWE. The worst is AEW. Counterpoint, the best tag team is AEW. And I guess the worst is WWE? Um, I don't know. I mean, out of the, what, the the three or four major promotions, you know, I'm including Impact and, and New Japan in there. Um, WWE's tag team division isn't something that's like, that wows me, you know? Yeah. Um, so those are rosters. Um, eight, uh, Impact, the same thing. Um, or we call it TNA, you know, it's Impact now. Um, I guess what I could... What, well, I'm next going to segue in 
2021, new year, new me, whatever you want to go about it, um, which brings to my first big rumor. Um, is this the year of CM Punk again? Different worlds. What that that the the I guess the internet world, whatever it is, it's not 2014 anymore. Um, I'm sure you can mend ties with with WWE, but Impact, AEW, and one of those three is this the return of CM Punk and wrestling? Um, I give it a hell yes. I'm gonna. Give it a no. Um, and the reason why I'm going to give it a no is because if a promotion really wanted CM Punk, they would have threw the bag at him already. Mm-hmm. And um, well, like, if, if he wants to wrestle. If, that's I mean, thing. that's the thing, you know. It's been six, what, seven years now? Six years. Six, six years. years? Okay. Six years. And there's not even like talk or uh, he said that the only way he'll come back is if somebody threw like massive money at the only company I see doing that is WWE and that's if their ratings are declining drastically which is what they're doing now that's the only reason I'll see but there's still like bad blood I think I think with him and like higher ups like you know Triple H yeah that, you know? I, it, it is what it is with that, but at the same time, there's massive egos right there. If you mended ties with Hulk Hogan, if you mended ties with Shawn Michaels, you mended ties with Stone Cold at the time, even though he was still wrestling. If you mended ties with Bret Hart, can you mend ties with CM Punk bringing back, knowing it's a win-win? He comes back to WWE. You guys make money. He wrestles and on his terms, anybody right. makes money. And the, and the best part, we're happy because, especially me, but we're happy as fans because probably is he, I think he's top five in the 2010s. Oh, the yeah. Uh, so like, he comes back no still good, still in a great situation physically. Well, I don't, see, it's hard to tell because it's like, how old is he? Like, I know he's Still in his early. Brooks. I know he's. In, I know he's definitely in his early forties. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I'm listening. So it's like, if you want to return, it has to be like now because that window is closing. So it's like, I'm 42. gonna make forty-two. All right. So you know, if he were to return right now, he has a good like a good solid, like, three or four years. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really good years. And then after that, it's like, I don't know, it's whatever, you know, you want it to be. But I'm going to make AEW's case first. If AEW signs CM Punk, I'm just telling you, uh, nobody will tune into NXT. Yeah. That viewership. I, I'm not going to argue with that because it's 100% true. But the fact you have Sting and CM Punk on the same show that you recruit in the same case, in the same wrestling year, I won't call it a calendar year, but the, in the same the, wrestling year. The only ones that will watch WWE are those true, true, true WWE fans that are like, you know, F, AEW, and blah, blah, blah. But right. it, 
you know, in, in, in talks of like viewership, yeah, we're, we're just going to see a one-sided. With WWE, um, you're going to get so much of a, a ratings boost, it's not even funny, and it's something that you're lacking. Raw is kind of like struggling. Raw is struggling. I wouldn't say SmackDown because SmackDown has Roman Reigns, who's been absolutely incredible. And it's best like, show, best show of the year. Uh, of the year. See, I see. I don't know because I, I would say the last six months. I wouldn't say year because he hasn't been a, a heel for that full year. You know what I'm saying? He's right. been a, he's been a heel since SummerSlam. You know, and we're forgetting about that first like five or six months. Um, I, I mean, yeah. If I were to say heel of the year, Randy Orton is definitely in that conversation. Okay. Without question. I think, yeah, I think I would put Randy Orton at one, to be honest with you. And, yeah, because then, you know, when we talk about, like, recent heels, I would put, you know, Roman. I would put Kenny Omega. Um, If we're talking, like, wrestling. No, it, it'd be everything. It'd be everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, um. Uh, going back to uh, Raw and SmackDown. Right. Um, yeah. You know, Raw, just that it needs that star power because, you know, Randy Orton can do so much. And then, you know, he, he's feuding with the, you know, with the Fiend. And that's been, you know, that's been pretty entertaining. But when it comes to like the main WWE championship scene, it's kind of, it's getting kind of stale with, with, with McIntyre. And I feel bad for McIntyre because it's like he won the championship twice with no fans. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that takes a toll on you mentally. Um, right. And McIntyre has been a great performer, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like that, that WWE championship scene or main event scene, it needs something else. Um, yeah. and so then, so if, you're, if you're saying like, you know, if you if you want to add CM Punk, then obviously everybody's going to tune in every time he shows up. You know. So segueing into McIntyre um, in regards to the main event scene, um, how do you feel about <laughs> how do you feel about the Legends Night that went down? That was absolutely one of the worst episodes of Raw I've seen. In, in, it was just it was just absolutely boring. Uh, a couple of it like made no sense. The only thing that kind of probably made sense was like, no, it actually no. I'm sorry. I was gonna say like Randy Orton going to like Big Show and uh, Mark Henry and trying to bait them, um, but I, seeing some of the legends is 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 nice. It's like oh, you know, oh shit, like you know. But honestly, we I think. Fans know the purpose of Legends Night, and it's like, yo, your WWE's ratings are declining, and they're trying to throw these legends to see if people tune in. Meanwhile, um, the episode itself the same thing well, for the Baker show. It was like, all right, like you had all that go down, and Taker's whole debacle was was his fault. But yeah, makes sense with this and regards this meaning the legend. Where was Carlito? So yeah, that's another thing. Like I, I was reading on Twitter, I like 
Like, I, I saw people were like upset. That was like, oh, Carlito no show. So, so what I read from a couple of reports were that um, there was a communication error between both parties, which is why he didn't show up. But I, I don't know because, you know, that that's a big mistake that, uh, and uh, a big fault on WWE's part because. Out of all like the so-called legends or people returning, I believe Carlito was the one person that people were most eager to see. Not Hulk Hogan, no, uh, you know Ron Simmons. Shout out to Ron Simmons. Um, you know, Farouk. Farouk. <laughs> you know, uh, not Mark Henry. I think people wanted, really wanted to see Carlito because it's like, you know, oh, where's he, he been? Yeah, exactly. Where's he been all these years, you know? Um, and I think it was uh, it was actually like a wrestling return, not like just to show him, you know, not not just a one show, you know. I think uh-huh. I think he was gonna actually return for like a you know a small run. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was a little disappointing. And I mean, I believe they advertised them and yeah. Had him on had an Instagram going a lot of the wrestling. Uh, yeah, and it's it was like, like, "Oh, welcome, Carlito coming back." Da 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 da. Like he was actually going to be there. Like so whatever, whatever the case may be for him wrestling, whatever it is, he was supposed to be there. Yeah, I just I, I didn't get it to be honest with you. I, I was just like, "How could the communication error?" I don't know. It, it just didn't seem right. And don't get me started on Goldberg's return. Goldberg. There you go, win it, right? <laughs> Yo, I, I just heard his theme song and I said, not again. What you mean, not, not again? Not again. Like, bro, like, let the guy retire in peace. Like, I mean, now we're going to, you know, obviously they tease the match between him and McIntyre at the Rumble. And it's like, I'm sorry, not that they tease. They pretty much confirmed a match between both of them at the Rumble. So what are we going to see? Like two spears and and a jackhammer, and that's it? Goldberg becomes champion again? Like, I swear on everything I love, if I see that, I'm just going to be so upset. I'm I'm just going to be like, no. So when we're, when we're together for the Rumble, as you know, Ash has got some business to do, but when I win the little match that we have going on, little, little you know, pay-per-view for pay-per-view, who got the best best picks, you know, the pick them. We're going to have to sit down and they're going to be sitting in the corner angry, like face red saying, what the fuck is this? Yes, it's going to be one of those because it's going to be like, all right, we know, I, I know for a fact, and I think a lot of people would agree with me, that match will not live to expectation, right? We're, we're either going to see... It, the match itself, I don't think will pass five minutes. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say three, but maybe they can surprise me. I'm not, it's not gonna pass five. We're just gonna see Gold, Goldberg is only gonna do a couple of spears, maybe maybe surprise us with a clothesline, boom, and then a jackhammer, and that's if he gets the jackhammer. And right. McIntyre is we're gonna see like two two probably yeah one or two claymores, and you know it, it's gonna be. It's going to be a hot mess. A mess. That defines it. It's okay. It is what it is with that. I'm not even going to bother. Go ahead, because you're probably right. 85% of the time, 
90%. That's probably going to be true. That it's going to be a 10 minute match, if that. Five minute match, if that. Well, who wins, Goldberg or Drew? I don't know. If, if they really want the WWE Universe to be like super upset, I, I, I would hope it would be McIntyre. I would hope. It makes, it makes absolutely no sense if Goldberg wins. If Goldberg wins, that means that they're probably planning another trip to Saudi Arabia pretty soon. The Taker. No. <laughs> Taker's retired. But, yeah. You know what? I don't even want to talk about Goldberg. I want to talk about the other rumors in WWE. Or stuff. Okay. I'm so since we're on WWE, before I want to channel over something about you in regards to AEW, um, I'm gonna give you some names. So in 2021, New Year, fresh start. Hopefully, fresh start for WWE. Starting the shitty beginning right now with that Legend show. Um, I'm gonna give you names, and I want you to let me know if they're destined to win. In 2021, like win a championship or just like it, have a successful run. I, I mean, if they win, it, hopefully, win a championship, you get you get a successful run. Okay, okay. I'm gonna throw names. Uh, so, what do you want me to say? Up, down, or up, up, down, down? We'll see how it goes. Um, so, agree and why or no and why? Okay, I know you're. Let's see, you go. So Goldberg, I'm. <laughs> Um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee is was I guess the hottest prospect coming in from being called up. Um, everybody loves him. He's well respected in at, when he was NXT. I think he's well respected now as you know a WWE uh, well Raw superstar. Um, the Olympus one is probably one of the most charismatic. Um, it's pers- he's just, he's just a, you generally like him. Like, he's such a genuine person. So with that personality behind you, someone that big, that fast, that athletic, and to do what he can do, you think that he can win or that he will win a championship in 2021. Yeah, he will. He will. Um, I, I'll, I'll tell you some, you know, about – Keith Lee, you know, before we move on to the next one, they killed Keith Lee's momentum as soon as he 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 was called up. The fact yes. that he changed his theme music twice, they, the the fact that they changed his attire, twice. I think I think that actually like affected him or, or or mentally took a toll on him. Um, and I think as of late, he's um trying to regain that momentum and. Let me tell you, like, despite the Legends Night being like a, a whatever, what it was, it was a fantastic match between him and McIntyre. And I hope that opens eyes to, you know, higher ups and be like, yo, this guy is the real deal. Like, this guy deserves a push um, because he is hella talented for his size. You know, the, the speed, the power, like, just everything. Um I, I hope and I think he'll have a good run in, in, in 2021. Okay. Um, the Usos. Um, Jay and Jimmy. 
uh, Roman Reigns. I think as Roman does his thing, Jimmy and Jay will um, come back and bring the juice that has been missing in the tag division. We're going to get the New Day. We got, um, you know, Street Profits. We have those are the A-listers in the group, in the, um, in the division. But do you feel that with Usos, with the frustrations that Roman Reigns has as the tribal chief, having the Usos come back and win in 2021, no, a tag championship for as long as Roman Reigns is champ. Well, I, you know, I, I'm glad you, you, do it. you just, like, changed my, my mind on them. Um, because I was gonna say, um, I think the the Usos will will have a a good run, you know, because obviously they're they're obviously gonna partner with with Roman. Um, with with Jimmy's return, like imminent coming, yeah, coming at any minute. Um, I'm like, yeah, you know, with, they're gonna be well taken care of with Roman, but then. You know what you just said. I'm like, yo, I actually envision them being tag champions along with Roman. You know, who's universal, right? So I actually envision it. So, um, and just the fact that there's barely any tag teams on SmackDown. I don't believe Ziggler and Rude are going to take the titles off of the Street Profits, even though that is a huge possibility. I think a big many, um, big. I'm sorry big money match would be Street Profits versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would look forward to seeing that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they'll, they're, they'll both have a good year in 2021. Okay. Um, Matt Riddle, up and down. Um, now he's with Jeff. So, and before I go on with Matt Riddle, will he win? Um, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy's li- real life brother, aka one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the Hardy Boys, right? Uh, doesn't seem to please that it's the Hardy Bros. I mean, it has a good ring to it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hardy Bros, Hardy Boys, it's just yeah, Hardy Boys, um, was great, but. <laughs> All right, so a couple of things with that situation. So um, he, you know, Matt Matt Riddle, I'll get back to Matt Hardy, but Vince is is high on Matt Riddle. He well, that's actually, a guy. He, he thinks, you know, Matt Riddle's funny. Like, he really, you know, vibes with Matt Riddle. So that's good. So if, if you're getting that reaction from the boss, that means you're going to get a push. So mm-hmm. here's here's what's confusing though. For the past couple of weeks, we've seen you know that that partnership with, with Jeff Hardy and it's you know the Hardy Bros. But at the same time, we're seeing Matt Riddle himself feud with Bobby Lashley. And just last week, we didn't see Matt. R- I mean, uh, last episode of Raw, we didn't see Matt Riddle with um, Jeff Hardy. So maybe they just like. It's possible they might have like killed that concept, even though they might revisit it next week. But I, I believe Matt Riddle will take the title off of Bobby Lashley, and I really, hate, yeah, and I hate. This is a subtle hot take. 
No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and I hate it because, you know, you just mentioned, you know, you're mentioning all these wrestlers and I'm saying, yeah, they'll have a title, they'll have a title. But it, it kind of makes sense. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, with reports coming that Vince, you know, and higher ups are actually, like, impressed with Matt Riddle. Um, and, and Matt Riddle hasn't disappointed. He's, he's actually a, um, a great in-ring talent. So... Yes, I agree. So... Bro. Yeah, so... So, Watch out for the bro you know, in 2021. With that, it's just like... No, it's interesting. Um, real Ripley. Um, just like everybody's had the majority of the world between 20, she's had an atrocious 2020. Has not been good to her. Yeah, the second, For whatever the reason, half. they booked her as a cocky rookie and... Uh, that that WrestleMania match with Charlotte was just okay. Here, go ahead, do what you gotta do. Um, but she lost. She lost the NFC Championship, the Women's Championship, and she's just never gone anywhere since. But she's too good to have a bad year like that again. She's still be, she's still extremely young. Yeah, yeah. So it's just and Triple H is one that's like that's his girl. Like that's someone that he's. Covered and said, "This is this is I want her pushed." So does she win big in twenty twenty one? Rhea Ripley. Um, I don't know, man. Because you know the first the first half of twenty twenty was Rhea's. Mm-hmm. But once you put Charlotte, it it it, it honestly like that momentum that she carried, it killed it. So, uh, it, it's hard because I, I feel like she's going to turn it around. I don't, I don't think she'll win a title. I, I do believe she will be called up to the main roster. Okay. Um, and it's possibly after this feud with Raquel Gonzalez. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like after this feud... Um, and he even said it, I believe, in an interview with uh, Lillian Garcia, that that whole feud with Charlotte and then and that after that match with Charlotte, that they didn't have anything like for her. It, you know, it affected her. Um, yeah, I, I believe she, she, she'll have a good 2021. I don't believe she, she'll win a championship. Um, I think what they'll do is they'll call her up and then they'll work her way into that championship scene. Because, you know, um, usually with some call-ups, they'll, they'll have a couple of feuds before actually, you know, you know putting them in the title uh, hunt. So I think that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen with, with, with Rhea. Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair. She is a stud. She can wrestle. She has a personality, and I think she'd be a good fit in the championship scene in the in the women's division. Maybe in the tags, like just in the women's division itself. She can compete with the best. Right. No Becky Lynch right now. Oh, congrats to her, by the way. Her sister's probably having a baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's another, right. Another big news. Totally forgot to bring that up. Um, but with Charlotte back, um, even she, she, took, she took a pretty bad loss to Lacey. 
recently. Um, but no Becky. And do you think Bianca can step up and win a championship in 2021? Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe, uh, all right. So I don't know if I should say here or I should say in the next one. Go ahead. She wins Rumble. I think she wins the Rumble. Really? Yes. If I were to pick two or three superstars to, you know, female superstars to win the, the Rumble, she might be number one. And the reason why it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of shaping up to be a Bianca versus Sasha at Mania. That'd be nice. Which I'm not like that would be right, and I would not be nice. You know, I wouldn't be opposed to it, and I wouldn't mind it because that would mean Sasha would probably hold the belt till Mania, giving her a pretty decent run, which I I hoped for because all her you know most of her title reigns were like you know were short. So um, and I, I believe Bianca deserves it. Bianca has been in an NXT for a while, and you know she she got numerous title opportunities, but she's never won the gold. Uh-huh. And she's talented. She has the look. She has the strength. She has the skills. Um, why not give Bianca a chance? I'm I'm all for it, Bianca. Okay. Um, my personal favorite, Dominic Mysterio. Does he reach the mountaintop and win a championship? The Mysterio fan is passed behind him. He's had a great run so far for his first stint, his first go around WWE. Um, I'm gonna say that. Does he make it and become champ? I don't know. All right, I'm gonna answer that question. No, he doesn't become champ. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, in 2021, he doesn't become champ. Why? Where's the uh, where have the Mysterio's uh, family been in the past two three weeks? Nowhere to be found, or a month. So I don't know. I, it's possible that they've already killed that Murphy and Mysterio family storyline. So I I'm not sure if they're repackaging Dominic Mysterio because. A couple of months back, they planned on having um, Dominic wear a mask and calling himself Prince Mysterio. Right, right, right. So, you know, it, there's a lot of things that, that weigh in with Dominic. It's like, will he, you know, when will he return and whatnot? I wouldn't put him um, in a championship match. I would give him, like, a feud or two to prove himself. Um. But yeah, I, I don't think he, he's gonna win a championship this year. Sorry, sorry to you know. That hurts. I'm gonna just keep looking down. Um, you know what? I'm gonna throw another one at you. <laughs> um, Otis. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. Next. Okay, so <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay, um, the Riot Squad. Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Yeah. Do they achieve gold? Yeah, and it, it it almost seems like they're due uh for for a tag team champion. Like that's if you look at all the WWE women's tag team tag teams, they seem to be the only legit group. 
like yeah, group or or actual tag team. Mm -hmm. Well, so okay, I'll give okay, I'll give you that. Um, although I'll go on now to my next two, or um, I guess the way that way that they've been going. Um, members of Retribution and and or Ricochet. I know you've been high on Ricochet. You know the I swear everything <laughs> I love. I you know everything. WWE I love. If, Ricochet, if Ricochet does not win a championship in 2021, or they don't do anything with Ricochet in 2021, um, I hope when his contract is up, he up and leaves. Because I know AEW will, you know, will gladly have him with open arms, and they will do something with him because they're they're wasting that man's talent. Mm -hmm. Like his run in NXT was great, epic. He won a championship. His, you know, his, you know, um, just everything he did in NXT was great. And I was like, oh, all right, I have high hopes for him. And but of course, when when you knock on Vince's door. And you see Ricochet's size, you're not gonna have high high hopes, and that's what's happened right now with Ricochet. Like, um, and it's not Ricochet's fault at all. Um, so I, I don't know, but um, retribution. I think. See, that's the thing. I, I don't know if this storyline with Ricochet and retribution. It's interesting because it's like. Obviously, Ricochet. I mean, Retribution is five members right now. I, I'm curious because it kind of seems to me that Ricochet might form his own team. I think it's possible. I don't think he's going to join Retribution at all. Okay. Um, because I honestly think as a heel, he won't work out. I think he's better off as a babyface. Yes. I um. Um, I hope they give Ali, you know, uh, shifting to Retribution. I hope they give Ali the title. I think out of all the members of Retribution, Ali is the most deserving one. Um, and I hope they 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 they, they look um, they make Retribution more powerful. There, that they you know that they actually give them a storyline that fans will would tune into. Okay. That's understandable. I mean, I can see it. I would just hope that they would, you know, have. I hope they have it and it should become something. Um, but then my other option is um, <laughs> besides Gulag and Tazawa and Our Truth, will there be a fresh batch of 24 7 champions? There has to be, and I'm sorry. Listen, I know our truth is your boy, whatnot, but but he's gonna win something this year. I'm gonna tell you now. It's gonna be some kind of he'll get something with his U.S. belt. I don't know. They can always flash something with him being champ, and he gets he comes in tag and pins somebody. Like we'll say, I don't. Know, I could per, I could perfectly imagine Riddle, Riddle and Lashley. But Lashley beat the – he just beat the fuck out of R-Truth on Friday night, right? Whatever <laughs> maybe. Takes the belt. In the middle <laughs> of Lashley and Riddle fighting, R-Truth comes busting down the ring, 
does his moves, hits, hits Lashley with, <laughs> with a pin. And he takes U.S. belt instead of the uh, 24-7 belt. I can literally pitch that to happen. But I expect, I pray that R-Truth will win something. I don't care if it's like incidental or whatever it is. Like, oh, he wins the belt might not. He's going to wrestle Lashley for the, for the belt. Well, lose it. It, but, it, would kind of, it would kind of make sense if, if you want to give R-Truth a, a, a memorable victory. Maybe he might steal a victory and take the money in the uh, bank briefcase. You think, well, who knows? Like the boat is there, but but um, you know that 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 twenty four seven championship is just I I don't know. Like I, I to be completely honest, I actually liked it better when when uh, Drake Maverick was in the in in the season. That was fun too. That little yeah, it was just I don't know. They'll figure something out. Pointless. It's just pointless. I, like I like I've said on two or three episodes, I'd rather they just take that title, retire it, or switch it to like a, a hardcore twenty four seven. I would people would tune in. People just make people, the matches when you want to win the match. Call it in. Have yeah. an actual match. Yeah, it's, it's but do that with the hardcore now. So the hardcore, you have to you have to fight on all three shows. Right. Something like that. That that could be something as well worth it. But yeah. If, We'll see how that pans out, but that's those. That's my ten for, um, in that segment. Who would win belt in twenty twenty one? I will try to plan some more of that stuff, so maybe it'll be a better look. I feel like you had enjoyed <laughs> just breaking down, actually breaking down superstars and what they can, what they right. can, could, won't, and will not do. Right. So. Um. But uh, no, just just a couple of um, you know. Of uh, rumors that I, I I actually wanted to bring up, you know, before moving on. Um, so there's a rumor going that Damian Priest is set to be called up, um, and it's possible, very possible, that he might be inserted into the Roman Reigns storyline. Now, really, right? So I don't know how that works. Will he align himself with Roman Reigns or will he oppose to Roman Reigns? Maybe, maybe, and this is maybe uh, we've seen in weeks, it's been a two-on-one assault. It's been Jay and Roman attacking KO. Maybe this is where Damian Priest is called up and aligns with KO. So, um, I mean, it's it's interesting, and you know, um, I'm excited for Damian Priest because Damian Priest is I like his character, this you know, um, I guess like rocker or you know whatever. Yeah, punk lifestyle, alternative. and just the fact that you know, with his uh, similar to Keith Lee with his his size, speed, and ability in the ring, um. I think he is somebody that Vince will like in the main roster, um, given some time. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, another rumor that I wanted to bring up was, um, so Marty Scroll <coughs> is no longer with Ring of Honor. Oh, tell me why. So, so well, the, there was um, the accusations with. Uh, right. Against uh, Marty Scroll, 
um, you know, being with a minor. Uh, I, I believe uh, it was yeah, a that's a bad look. Uh, being with a 16-year-old, um, I believe. Don't quote me. I believe uh, he said it was consensual. Um, but nah, uh, man. <laughs> but but no no. Uh, there hasn't been anything you know. Uh, so far, like anything filed against him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, you know, a female individual spoke out during the, the Me Too movement. Um, and he was one of the superstars. And um, I mean, again, there, there hasn't been any legal action uh, as of yet. Um, but NXT has come out as a possible suitor for, for Marty Scroll. And I believe, you know, it's interesting because when I think of Marty Scroll, I would say, yeah, he's never going to WWE. Once he leaves Ring of Honor, he's going straight to AEW. Um, but I, that doesn't seem to be the case right now. Um, I think Triple H is very, very interested in Marty Scroll. And the possibility is there for him to join NXT. Um and, uh, you know, I like Marty Scroll. Um, whatever happened with his, you know, with his uh, controversial actions, I, I'm opposed to it. But as a wrestler, um, I, I like Marty Scroll. Uh, and, and the fact that, you know, the possibility of him joining NXT is real because he, uh, I saw pictures, right, of... Um, Ricochet and a, and a couple of other wrestlers, um, such as a uh, uh, Rich Swan and Marty Scroll was there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know, him having Maybe that friendship with Ricochet, possibly Ricochet tells him, yo, like, you know, join us and whatnot. But then you have AEW with the elite. We already know um, the history with Marty Scroll and the elite and up in the being the elite episodes. On YouTube, mm-hmm. um, but I—that's the thing. I haven't heard AEW say, "Oh, we're actually interested in Marty Scroll." I've seen reports of NXT already, multiple ones. So it's like it—it's it, gonna be, you know, it's something that that I know fans are gonna keep an eye out because it's like, right. you know, what, what's what's gonna happen? Like, will Marty Scroll rejoin his, his, you know, his, you know, friends in in right. the league or? Is he actually going to do his own thing uh, in NXT? So that's something that uh, I'm keeping my eye on. Honestly, I think he might just join for AEW considering AEW loves taking indie guys. And Marty Scroll is about as, I don't know, I guess as indie as you can get. Right. You're right. But with AEW, some of the talent that they've signed, right? They haven't mount too much, right? That's true. Too. As of recently, you know, um, so but but I know if AEW does indeed sign Marty Scroll, I know they'll do something with Marty. I know that for a fact because obviously Marty has connections with you know with Cody with with everyone in the elite. With NXT, right. I'd say he'll kill it in NXT. I honestly do believe so, but if Marty were ever to get called up, that would be a problem. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I, I just don't feel 
WWE would treat Marty as as a you know as a top tier guy, you know. Um, I, but I do believe Triple H would you know take Marty and you know um, probably give him the same like Adam Cole type type treatment. Um, you know, with Adam Cole or, you know, when Ricochet was down there or, you know, um, Cameron Grimes, like what Triple H is doing at NXT is absolutely amazing. Um, I believe in NXT, Triple H is everyone's value is going up. Right. Until they hit that WWE door. And then, then it gets you kicked back by the stairs. Yeah, and it's like all right, which one is going to shoot to the top and which one is going to get kicked down? Yeah. You know, because as you can see, all right, Keith Lee has been okay. I mean, still, it's still um, soon, but he's been doing all right so far. Um, Matt Riddle, okay, he's been doing pretty good so far. Bianca Belair, been impressive. But it's like we know that at some point it's like, where where is the fall of the cliff? Exactly, just like Alistair Black and I mean I, I don't want to put Ricochet in that conversation yet because yes Ricochet, yes yes and Mustafa Ali yeah it's been you know tragic so um what else do you got here I got I got one more thing I think pretty interesting for us to talk about um oh well actually for one uh Biggie's push has been pretty good though speaking of pushes so yeah. the fact that He's he finally has gold again. Um, I think it's well deserving. Mm-hmm. I think it was well. I think it was very more so well needed. Yeah. So I just want to point that out. Shout out to Big to Biggie finally getting the championship. Um, I think this is probably him winning the IC belt will probably mean he won't get that world title push. I think not yet. I think I'm still going to predict that Lashley, um, that Lashley wins gold, wins the belt. But I think Big E is going to be the one who's going to be in pursuit of that belt after. It just it just makes a whole lot of sense with yeah. It, it's with be, I, one of the things that I love about Big E's push is he's his theme song now. He has his own theme song. Yes. Um. He. he he went back to that old entrance with the chalk. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, it, it, it's good to see him, you know, as a single superstar um, because I think out of the three New Day members, I, and this is just my personal opinion, um, Big E had the one, it is the one with the most potential. Yes. I think um, they gave Kofi Kingston the belt. He deserved it too. But I think he, he's, I think he's the most, at the point was the most longest tenured Wrestler, oh, yeah, because they go, okay, you know what? Give because if it's going, let's give you a shot and see. It's it's take a chance on you, and he lit it up. It's a shame that they said that he probably won't win again, but I think he got his one championship. The yeah, one that and it was a good close. run, it just sucked the way obviously it, it ended. Um, the Brock but, it, it, but it was a pretty impressive run, uh, well deserving too. Um, but uh, I'm happy with Big E's push. Um, I, I think down down the the road we'll probably see a Big E versus Roman. Then that's so. Um, it makes sense. They wrestle a lot of OBW. Yeah, and then I've I've looked at um, you know some of the the wrestling odds, 
and he's like in the top two, top three that people, you know, um, think that he might win the Rumble. I'd bet, I'd bet, I'd bet that. I don't think he'll so win a, a belt at, at, at Mania, but I think for him having a chance to win the belt or win at the Rumble, if, okay, if he drops the belt before the Rumble or at the Rumble, he may win it. See, that's the thing. I, I, I feel like they should, he should just focus, like, or they should focus on him with the Intercontinental. And then maybe, maybe towards SummerSlam season, we can probably put all right. Let's let's go big. Let's go after the WWE Championship. Okay, I see that. Real super early prediction: Who wins the Rumble? I say Keith Lee. Uh you say Keith Lee. Um, so I don't think Keith Lee's winning the Rumble. Um, if I'm gonna pick one person, we, we, I, we'll, call it, we'll call it a way too early prediction. Oh, uh, way too early. All right. Um, so Biggie was probably one of the guys that I was like, maybe, um, but seeing how everything is shaping up, I'm going to go and say, and I'm just going to throw like a name, Daniel Bryan. Okay. I will see it, but the fact that he's, he's been there before, he's been in big events. So if you say that, I kind of, all right. I can see that happening because I think yeah. a lot of people are forgetting that Daniel Bryan was supposed to verse um, or they teased a match between Roman and Daniel Bryan. I, um, I think it was like a year or two ago. Yeah. And I don't think it ever happened because. Well, they didn't even truly like, make it happen. Right. Could have. I don't think they wanted to pull the trigger on it. Now they right. can. Now. Yeah. So now, now they can. Um, and I know that they said, um, well, Danny Bryan has said that he wants to go, um, that his his time being a full, you know, time uh, wrestler is coming to an end and he's going to be a part-time wrestler. Um, I just, I don't know, I, I just feel like based on the storyline, um, I, I don't know, I, I throw his name to be the, the, the Royal Rumble winner. I'm just throwing like a Hail Mary at this point. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a good possible option. I think, yeah, I think, you know, um, watching Raw and SmackDown, to you know, up, up, you know, up until the, the Rumble, um, we're going to get a sense of, all right, this guy looks like he's going to win the Rumble because when when it comes to the women's, the women's is a little bit easier for me because out of all the women I see. They're pushing Bianca the most. I was gonna say Bianca's probably be the one that's gonna win. Right, and, and she unless, might not. She might not win. Oh, unless we, they tease the return of Becky Lynch at the Rumble. Yeah, I think it's too soon though. You think so? I think it's too soon. I think they wanted Becky by Rumble, but uh, I'm sorry, they wanted Becky actually by Mania. She could probably make it by Mania. Rumble yeah. would be a little too soon, but no, she just had a child just last month. And, you know, with the recovery and then also um, you want to get back into shape. Yeah. Um, that's true, yeah. So I think it's too early for Becky. But for the women's, it was easier. I think it's easier right now to predict, which I'm going with Bianca. Um, we'll see with, you know, in the upcoming weeks. But for the men, you know, you, you could put, you know, Big E, you could put Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't think Kevin Owens because – 
I mean, Kevin Owens has lost like the last two or three championship opportunities. I mean, mm. may, I don't know, maybe, but um, yeah, I'm going with Dan Bryan. So well, we'll see. Um, what else you have in mind? Any, anything big you want to talk about? I have some big quote before we wrap things up. I got some, some big that it's gonna be a, kind of a hot take, but for um, I'll, I'll get to it to close everything out. But yeah, anything else you want to bring up on this uh, nice little welcome back, happy new year? Oh yeah, well, I, I, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna elaborate two things um, real quick, uh, and that's with uh, impact. Um, so yeah, with impact, uh, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, this, this whole partnership with AEW and impact, um, don't take my thunder. Go on, go on. I took my thunder. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, all right, I'm going to let you elaborate on that. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to let you elaborate. I just think it was nice to see Kenny Omega back with, um, you know, former bullet club members. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson, Lou Gallows, or he's um, what's his name of Impact again? No, Colors, Lou Gallows. No, they're oh the Good Brothers. There, it's um, I just want to add a name. They had to go by different name, but they're Good Brothers. But originally, the Bullet Club, Carl Anderson, Lou Gallows, right? Um, and uh, and then you have Ethan Page. Um, who's a tremendous talent. Um, I think recently uh, he pulled his merchandise from uh, a website or his website, which indicates he might be WWE bound or NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the po- you know, the possibility is there. Um, and, or he might return, but, uh, you know, w- when it comes to impact, I- I, I like what Impact is doing. I think, you know, Impact is giving a lot of wrestlers opportunities to showcase themselves so they can branch out to AEW, um, New Japan, or, or WWE. Um, so I, I definitely like what, what Impact are doing. And, um, you know, when it comes to New Japan, they... they um, they recently had a uh, their, I guess you could call it their WrestleMania um, uh, event, which is uh, Wrestle uh, Wrestle Kingdom, um, and uh, I'm very happy that uh, Kota Ibushi was um, got the opportunity that you know he long deserved, becoming a mm-hmm. double champ. So, I mean, right now it, it, it's a it's a great time to be a wrestling, you know, a wrestling fan. You know, with all these promotions, um, WWE Impact. In Japan. Japan was actually live for the American audience to have as well. So, so yeah, uh, with New Japan, they're, they're talking with the English network. Mm-hmm. So who knows um, if we we start seeing you know New Japan uh, wrestling on on one of these networks. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So, well, before you go out and still my thunder and retracted it, speaking of partnerships, <laughs> um, as you pointed out, Kenny Omega went to Impact and reunited. Um, I am going to make this a hot take, or a hot take rumor, rumor not, I'd say how you want to go about it. Um, Impact 
and AEW are going to team up and join companies. I have a feeling that this is the beginning. Now, I don't know if it'd be like with NWA and AAA or where else maybe around, but the fact that AEW is welcome to have all any, any wrestlers doing whatever it is. They, you know, they, uh, they go into AAA, they go into NWA, Impact is going to AEW, AEW, Kenny Omega, aka probably in the top three of the biggest stars in AEW went to Impact to wrestle or to appear. Um, I think it's the beginning of a lot of I don't say co I think it's actually extreme partnerships. I think the stars will align because WWE is so huge. We have WWE UK, NXT, um, WWE India. I know you said before they're in the works of possible maybe being in China. We'll see how that goes. Um, but the fact you have two companies, I guess WWE is A, and then there's like B and C with with AEW, AEW's new, Impact's been on for a while. I was Impact, as we've known growing up, Impact at one point was a top-tier company, but due to finances and poor managerial and booking decisions and company decisions, production decisions, they felt the face of Earth. But with the time that they have, specifically in the women's division, with AEW and the lack of the women's division, and I'll I'll throw the question. I'll throw the topic to you. Specifically, in those who in the women's division, will that be enough to bring AEW and TNA together and create one big company to go against WWE? Because right now, everything is WWE versus the field. All right. You know? So, uh, all, right, it, all right. Could you so, picture that happening? I should say. I think all right. I think this this partnership benefits the smaller company, which is Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know AEW has stuff to gain because it's like all right, oh cool, you're getting some superstars from Impact, but with AEW already being a major promotion as it is, it's going to boost Impact a lot, and then it already has been with just having Kenny Omega. You know, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the partnership, it it could go really, really well, or it could go really, really bad. Really, really, I, and I say it could go really, really bad because it's like, all right, you're doing these partnerships, but you're gonna see that few talent are gonna be upset because they're not getting TV time, or they're not getting you know, that exposure that they want. What's the thing? Because Impact has... What are they on now? I totally forgot the channel, but they have their own TV channel. Yeah, I I think they're on Axis. On Axis? Yeah. Okay. So it's Axis and TNT. Now, granted, AEW is a TNT-specific company, but about promotion. So, couldn't you see whoever's not involved in on TNT go on Axis, kind of like how WWE had the whole we're on USA, but you can go on Spike and watch us on saying I Heat. Yeah, no, or, I mean, it, it, it I mean, it, listen, there's, there's a whole realm of possibilities. Um, 
because it's like, and this could be a really good partnership in a lot of ways. And I don't, and I just don't think it's just Impact and AEW. I would honestly throw in New Japan. Them too. Companies will unite. And here's why. So this is just an example. Chris Bay being an Impact wrestler, I think one night wrestled for um, New Japan uh, Wrestling's Super uh, Junior Cup, right? Uh-huh. That just shows, okay, Impact and, and, and New Japan have some sort of relationship. Yeah, so let, so let one superstar just, you know, uh, work for, you know, another. Then we already know the, the obvious between AEW and Impact's relationship. Now, you know, uh, you know, Kenny, Kenny Omega is, is uh, um, showing up at Impact, and it's only a matter of time where more wrestlers are going to cross over, yeah. right? So when it comes to AEW and New Japan, we already know that the Young Bucks and, and most of their talent have relationships with um, New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers and management. Uh-huh. So a deal could struck there too. So when you have three major promotions working together and then you have one solo promotion in WWE, WWE could be in a world of trouble. And no legend is going to save WWE. No. So Not even Austin. Not even I think you better cut that, that legend's uh, thing you you know um start start um signing actual free agents or or even start doing some partnerships you know that can benefit you or you create you do better creative work you get the writing done and hire you and I we can go make things happen you know imagine give our no. truth a title <laughs> but you see what but not WWE I mean, even though NXT, but look at NXT. They're starting to branch out. They have an NXT UK. They wanted to do an NXT Japan, but with COVID, um, plans fell through. Now it's rumored that um, they have NXT India, and now they're working on the NXT Mexico, like a Lucha Libre. They And I'm actually hyped about that one because... Everybody who is down in Lucha Underground might get picked up. And... Uh, they, I think the rumor has it that they want Chavo Guerrero to have that that um, William Regal role. Have legends cover certain right. territories. Right, and I heard that if they were to have an NXT like Mexico or Lucha Libre, whatever it's going to be called, that it's going to have a Lucha Underground type vibe. That'd be great. But okay, so we'll go next because a lot of people break around with that. If you had. Darius and Saul Ray, uh Eddie Guerrero. If you had, imagine him being the being the Triple H of NXT Mexico. Who? Eddie Guerrero. Imagine if he was like the Triple H of NXT Mexico. Well, I mean, if, if Eddie was alive. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, that would be crazy. Of course. But him would have been an automatic. Who would you have to run? NXT Mexico, Rey Mysterio. I mean, that that could be down the that that could 
obviously be a, a so possibility. Saying, so Who would you? You said Chavo Guerrero, which makes sense. I mean, honestly, you know what? That, that I I wouldn't be opposed to Chavo Guerrero. Chavo mm-hmm. Guerrero has so many connections to so many wrestlers, and her, his relationship with so many wrestlers are well. And he's very well respected. Exactly. So I wouldn't. I would not be opposed to it at all. Okay. So, but um, that will do it for us at the Sunset Wrestling Podcast. Um, kind of made got me more current is because it's been a while. I'm, I'm saying you grew your your, your beards out. I'm saying was that get a haircut? Like two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna do we had that episode in a while, but damn, I thought I'm bad. I'm saying it's okay, grow it out. Get this out, grow the whole beard out. No, I it. shaved, I, yo, I sh- bro, I shaved my beard. I was looking homeless yesterday. Yeah, oh, they were like, yo, who's this? And I was like, Dad, it's me. <laughs> Dad, is that yeah. you? <laughs> Father. <Not right>. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, that'll do it for us at the podcast. Um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in as often as you do. That's why we post stuff out. Um, the next time you'll catch us, um, if it's not in the upcoming weeks, it will be at the Rumble. Um, of course, with COVID going on and the activity has been because I hope we can be able to get um, in person and do it um, where I can crown myself the champ. Oh, God. So, uh, I, I don't talk much after the one of their barks more after each after winning one mat, one pay-per-view in like seven. But yeah. it's okay. <laughs> you know, give the man his flowers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but what happens is a big um, event going on for us at the Rumble. Um, hopefully, you check us out on Facebook at Sunset Foot, Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. Guys, you type it up on Facebook. We're there. Um, you can catch us on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. Um, you can catch us on Instagram at sunset underscore flip underscore wrestling. Um, like, follow, um, retweet us, whatever it is, uh, message us, whatever the case may be. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, who would you want to see on the show? Um, we're supposed to have some guests coming in um, due to circumstances they aren't around for now. Um, but we will have more guests appear for us, for you guys, with us, um, in the upcoming weeks, upcoming episodes. Um, unfortunately, because of wrestling, there's not much we talk about nowadays because WWE is garbage right now. AW, as good as Dynamite is, Dark has slowly gotten better. Um, Impact is Impact because Impact is on the way back up. But we're here. We're here. As just fans enjoying wrestling for what it is, we, we want to call us, ourselves purists. Ashby would. Ashby's, he'll, he'll, he won't give a, a match a five-star match because someone botched a back kick or someone didn't take the right step yeah, up the He is the all technical, you know? <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, we're here for the fun of things. We're just kidding. Just, you know, a bunch of cousins having a good, having a good old time. Um, catch us on Instagram, catch us on Facebook, catch us on Twitter. Um, tune in. We got some special stuff for you guys coming soon. Um, until then, uh, I am Brandon Lee. As you know, this is Eddie Soto. Ash is not here, but Ash wishes you all the best. Um, once again, welcome to the new year, 2021. Hope your holidays were great. And, uh, anything left, Soto? 
Uh, no, I mean, uh, I'm hoping uh, this year uh, brings a lot of uh, joy, happiness, and, and health to, you know, all our, to everyone, you know? Now, I, was gonna, I, I was gonna say all our listeners, but now in reality to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our truth wins the championship in 2021. That being said, be good. Blessings to everybody. Take care and catch you guys soon. All right. We'll